0: Everybody, let's see if we're live. Let's see if we are live. Uh, Speakeasy Saloon. Hi. Hedging for gravy, says Kale Bear. All right, so I got a good one for you today. Um, coming in loud and clear. Beautiful. We're going to dive deeper into Mr. Beast. I think it's the perfect opportunity to break a real spell because almost none of you watch him. So I won't get the same, oh, you did challenge of Joe Rogan We're going to break down. I, I've caught him doing black, like he does black magic. And it's. I think it's really, really bad for people's heads. So we're going to analyze um, him a little bit more. And uh, how like the Oprah type of endless quote unquote charity that's ironic and satanic, we're going to analyze that. Also, I... I've made one of the most insane calls of my career. My batting average is getting absurd. Yes, he isn't someone I wanted my nephew watching. No, we're gonna, I'll show you like what he's doing that's black magic. There is black magic happening. It's not just random, okay? Ah, shit, hang on one second. Actually, I don't, how how much charge do I have? I'm gonna have to get my charger back in here. Well, as I grab my charger, let's all enjoy a great new fork-faced as he makes fun of uh, Bert Kreischer and some other asshole crying about how they are horrible dads.
1: I I just, I've missed out on my kids' whole life and now crying for public sympathy. I mean, I could change my behavior at any point, but then I would only make a fraction of the money I make now. I can't come to terms with what a bad father I am, so I've invented a narrative where I'm not a human dumpster fire, but but a victim. (laughs) We should cuddle after this. I haven't seen my kid in years. Don't you go home every day, though? Yeah, it's just that my God is so fucking youtube being a hedonistic piece of shit. It's too much effort to look over it to see them. How do I do it? I drink at 10 in the morning. I can't tell you it gets any better. I just keep ballooning and ballooning. I call myself a bear, but I'm more like a balloon girl.
2: Duh. This episode of the Fat Faggot Podcast. Is sponsored by the suck and blow Dildo vape pen multi-tool. Enter promo code BAD DAD for ten percent off. Fill your lungs with toxic chemicals and your belly full of Joe Rogan's dwarf gum. <laughs> There's no joke <laughs> here because I'm not a comedian. Now back to the show.
0: <laughs> I'm just-
1: I've missed out on my
0: <laughs> whole life. <sighs> well, why don't you just go talk to your kids then? You don't, you, don't need to be, you don't need to make millions of dollars. You can just make hundreds of thousands. Or tens of thousands. The shop part is great. Duh. Brenton shop. Duh. Okay, so this is uh, a classic Turning Point USA spokesman. <laughs> Who would listen to this mess of a human being, by the way? Just all you young fellows out there, just to let you know, these type of women are not actually attractive in person. And they're not very sexual beings. Super, super, super self-aware. You know, like when they have an inch of makeup and they're just super into their appearance, like in a bizarre way, they're actually not very... uh, They're not actually attractive in person. Just to let you guys know that. This is coming from... Uh, Someone with a lot of experience in life in this wild ride called life, that isn't someone you would ever want to be with physically on any level. But anyway, so um, let's take a listen to her views in a two-day span on Kanye West.
3: Chris and Kanye have just as much of a right to a political opinion as anybody else in this country. And they have the right to wear whatever slogan they please on their clothing. Stop trying to control minorities. They have freedom of thought just like the rest of us.
0: A few moments later. She got a call from uh, parentheses, parentheses, parentheses. And then this is what she was like the next day.
3: I'm making a video about Candace tomorrow. I'm going to pop off because the anti-Semitism is not okay and I will not stand for it. Stop defending these people who would never defend you. These people don't have love in their hearts. They only run on hate and I don't want leaders or representatives who just preach hate nonstop.
0: By the way, she probably spent three hours on her makeup and she looks anorexic. I promise you guys, because there was some, uh, I, I saw in the comments that there's people that find her attractive That's not an attractive woman at all. Like, like you can just feel that she doesn't, there's nothing there guys. Like that's the last person you would want to, um, to be intimate with. So don't, don't fantasize about somebody like that. It's horrible. Anyway, let's just watch it one more time. This is great
3: and Kanye have just as much of a right to a political opinion as anybody else in this country and they have the right to wear whatever slogan they please on their clothing. Stop trying to control minorities. They have freedom of thought just like the rest of us.
4: A few moments
1: later.
3: I'm making a video about Kanye tomorrow. I'm going to pop off because the anti-Semitism is not okay and I will not stand for it. Stop defending these people who would never defend you. These people don't have love in their hearts. They only run on hate and I don't want leaders or representatives who just preach hate non-stop.
0: I don't want to be told anything by what appears to be a crazy clown horror. Okay, Moving on. Um what is this? Family? Oh, and I have to make a correction. I talked about my mom listens to all the streams. She loves it. Ugh, she sucks. Yeah, yeah, terrible. But they're just puppets. That's the thing. They're, she's not even, quote unquote, "evil. She just doesn't exist. When we analyze Mr. Beast again, it's gonna blow your mind how how dark the guy is, and he took a hilarious shot at Joe Rogan. Oh my god, it made me laugh. But they all do it um, passive aggressively. It's very feminine. Like I'll be like Joe Rogan, you suck. You're not funny. You're short. You're gay. Um, Mr. Beast had went on Joe Rogan, and he was like, "Man, Joe Rogan, that show did a lot for us. He, I can't believe how big he is." Like big, like audience, not physical size, obviously. And, um, and he goes, I went into Walmart the other day and all these old guys knew who I was. Not like because their kids watch me. Usually it's because their kids watch me. But all these old guys knew who he was. They're like, oh, you were on Joe Rogan. Normally it's about their kids. But these old- and he kept saying old guys. And then he kept going, like super old guys are find- like recognizing me because of Joe Rogan. Like these super old guys. Dude, I couldn't stop laughing. I gotta find that. I gotta find that. Hang on. Um, Because it's so passive aggressive. Mr. Beast reaction, reaction, Joe Rogan. Uh, How Mr. Beast became. Oh, it was on, like, a little short. I, I won't be able to find it like this. I don't know how to look up... Oh, is this it? Mr. Beast, I'm being on the Joe Rogan experience. How did that come
4: about? What? The... Like, you being on Joe Rogan. Oh, that That's was fucking great. crazy, bro. How What's did this? that come about? I think I I think I just shot him a DM on Instagram. And then he just was like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, let's do it. Um, no, he he was really cool. Really down to earth. And I had a lot of fun. Um, he's like... He's almost like a dad. It's like, sounds weird to say, but like, that's exactly how I would. Okay, so
0: he's starting off being very bad. It's, dude, it gets even funnier. Like,
4: um, put it. And I like how he just, you know, objectively just wants to learn. Like, that Joe Rogan podcast, by the way, was fucking crazy for, for us. Like, I, you know, obviously we all know Joe Rogan's big, but I didn't realize how big he was until afterwards when I go into Walmart and like, you know, these old dudes would just be like, holy shit, you were on Joe Rogan. And like, never- Count how
0: many times he says old dudes. Okay, first time he says old dudes. He's just compared Joe Rogan to a dad. By the way, this is like death in marketing. They all want young kids. He knows this. Mr. Beast is very aware of this.
4: Would have like said, or they would come up to me, that they'd be like, oh, my kid loves your videos, blah, blah, blah. But I, I mean thousands of times. Like, just the oldest fucking people
0: you can think of. The oldest fucking people you can think of.
4: It'd be like, oh my God, you're the guy on Joe Rogan. And I, it actually did a lot for us.
3: How did that
0: come back? <laughs> the oldest fucking people you can think of. <laughs> this Mr. B stuff is fascinating. Super fascinating. Wait till we get into it. I'll show you him doing black magic. I don't know if he's aware of it. I think he's aware of it. The oldest fucking people were coming up to me. Thought I've done Joe Rogan three times. I promise you thousands of people don't come up to you. He's lying. He's being... He's... um. He's, uh, you know, Joe Rogan's popular, but I get way more, um, I get way more love from my own podcast. Nobody, I know that I my Rogans were a while ago, but even when I did Rogan, I would still tour, and there'd be people that saw me on Rogan, but not. It wasn't thousands of people. It it wasn't like that at all. He could have said the gym or Whole Foods or anywhere. No, he said the oldest fucking people ever at Walmart because a guy like. Mr. Beast is so thirsty to be number one, so thirsty to be the most famous, that he hates Jill Rogan. You can tell. And you can tell Mr. Beast's friends hate him, too. We'll get to that. Anyway, let me, um, let me just, uh, my mom sent me this. Grandma Kenobi did not carve the bed. His name is Ben Kenobi, by the way. That's literally his name, Kenobi. You can see the spelling. It was my, gram, my grandma Troy's dad. It was his wedding present to her and Dave Troy. Great-grandpa Savory, I'm part French, allegedly, was a buggy maker, a whip maker, and then he shod horses. So imagine when he lived. Grandpa Kanabi, mom's dad, carried coal to people in a horse-drawn wagon, and then on weekends, he played the fiddle at dances with his seven daughters. Plus he made the elderberry wine that saved mom from dying of the Spanish flu when she was two in 1918 from elderberries. He grew. So that's why I don't think there was a cataclysm in the 1850s in America, because my family goes back really quickly to that. Like when she says mom, that's her mom. That's my grandmother. And then when she talks about her grandparents and then their great grandparents, it's right there. Our family history goes back in America before the 1850s, incredibly uh, fast. But some people are like, oh, so you're denying, you're denying cataclysm? You're denying flood? I never did that. In the episode that I talked about uh, ancient building techniques and how we're capable of doing what was done in the past, I don't deny cataclysm. I don't deny a great flood. I'm fairly certain that there was a great flood. I'm religiously certain. My faith uh, and my belief system says there was a great flood. Every major civilization in the world says there was a great flood but not I don't think that the that the world's fair narrative around uh, a great reset of all the people in the 1800s is real at all I don't and i've I've thought it was I've looked into it it does seem odd the the uh, world's fair stuff seems odd howdy Mikulski brings up some interesting uh, Points, but listening to the most recent Crow tri- Triple Seven—not the most recent—he did one about Tycho Brahe, but uh, the Crow Triple Seven with Awar and um, and um, Wooden Nichols, I resonated with that. I talked to Tom Barnett about it. Tom Barnett didn't resonate with it. He thinks that it's. Uh, I'd love to have Barnett on again. I love Barnett, and Barnett does what you're supposed to. Barnett will DM me ab- about stuff that. Uh, about stuff he may disagree with or ideas he has. He doesn't do comments because, like, the gammas need to understand, or not. They don't need to understand anything. But if you do a public comment, that's perceived as uh, a little hostile. You, you can DM at any time or email me your thoughts at any time. And, there's, and that's, I'm w- very open to other ideas because Barnett brings up a great idea that I'm about to uh, talk about. But when you're trying to pick fights publicly, that's that's a uh, low-status male behavior. So uh, Barnett was talking about how you know that there was an ancient technology, and that part of the narrative that th- this new Awar narrative and Wood Nichols narrative feels a little like helplessness, like we didn't have a golden age or something like that, and um, and there is. Kind of a, um, uh, an in-between that I think is there where there, where there, it's not just one or the other. It's like there was, there is qualities to water or sound that we're not harnessing. Hang on. What is, oh, Rose Triple sevens here. I'm not even kidding. I was shocked. I thought people would appreciate a show about people who realized they were wrong, but then I got attacked as a gatekeeper and shill. Thank you so much, Bravo Bear. Um, yeah, you're going to get that, Rose. When you're, when you're actually not a gatekeeper show they're going to call you a gatekeeper show. People say I'm in the CIA, which I take as a compliment because that means I'm in shape, which I don't think I am. I, although I have been using these apps where there are these apps where I'm trying to work up to 100 push-ups straight and then squats. and I've been working out very diligently in the morning, but I definitely could not be—the uh, FBI or the CIA wouldn't have me in my current uh, state. Oh, and they said I hired a voice actor to pretend to be AWAR. People are that retired. Well, because they want to stay. Imagine how they reacted when I said pornography is a weapon. So this is the... Rose, I'll give you some good advice right now. Because I've, I've faced it beyond. When you say something, that there's definitely validity in it. And there's validity in that episode you guys did. Now, Barnett brings up a great point. Um, that That there is ancient you know, technologies that we're unaware of. I totally think so. But I think it's related to the natural world. I don't think it's like, um, like the way we view technology now. I think that it'd be like a way of using sound or using water, using a river or something to uh, create. You know what I'm saying? It's not like some Best Buy technology. All right. So anyway, um, of course I did a five-hour stream with the, melatologist last night. Yeah, but it's like what what they... So let's say it's obvious that porn's a weapon. It is. It's obvious that pornography is a weapon to call and cuck male uh, ambition, male testosterone, uh, the desire to have a family, the way you look at women, uh, all kinds of stuff. It's a way to bring about uh, Tavistockian social change. What they put in porn, they'll put in mainstream television 20 years later okay there's a lot of people completely addicted to porn so they look at someone like me saying that and they have two options either they have to face that they're putting a weapon in their body all the time or I'm insane and I'm a gatekeeper shill blah 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 okay you can just there's other paths it doesn't have to be that binary you can Uh, If you're breaking your habit with porn and sometimes you watch it and blah, 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 just admit it. Just be like, yeah, that wasn't good for me. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to be like, Owen's insane. He's secretly this. He's evil. Just admit that my point is valid. Admit that, whoa, sorry. (laughs) Admit that that Awar and Wooden Nichols point is valid, that there is. There is this odd hypocrisy in the Tartarian world. Well, they'll take one group of photos and say it proves that cities were fake and the orphan trains are filling up the cities. And then you'll take another group of photos that aren't readily available online. But if you go to archives, you can see photos of building construction projects of Penn Station, of Grand Central Station. They say those are fake. So why aren't the other photos fake? Oh, those are real because they push my narrative. And it's, it, it, you know, the, the quote unquote truth or movement, a lot of it is just as about hiding from responsibility as any anywhere else was looking at the effects of porn and the golden age of porn. I didn't realize the Danish were so involved in the early legalization of porn. Denmark bear has a lot of answering for her. who gay. Yeah, exactly. Porn really is a weapon of mass destruction more than any bomb. Yes. And that doesn't mean that if you watch it and you still have an addiction to it, uh, you have to be in any conflict with me. It's like that isn't it's the same with the Tartarian stuff. If you dream of past uh golden ages, or if you disagree with me on what I just said, it doesn't mean we have to be enemies. Like that, that binary is just crazy. True, even Kitty porn says Denmark. Yeah, yeah. Real dark stuff. All uh, right. And now Denmark is paying for it. Would you like to see um would you like to see the biggest, one of my biggest calls in history? Rose, you're going to love this. Okay, so recently I said on a stream that someone must own the, pa- the trademark of the science. Because I am a pretty good resonator of lies. As Christopher Walken said in uh, True Romance, he goes, My father was the best liar. He was Sicilian. There's 21 pantomimes. To show a man is lying, my dad was also an incredible liar. So I have a pretty good sense of when someone's lying and when someone's not lying. Not always, but typically. I saw some World Economic Forum people say, we own the science. And I could tell they were not lying. And I was like, that's odd because science can't be owned. It's a process. How could someone own the science? And then ding, ding, something went off in my mind where I said, it is... Yeah, it's like owning the weather, right? But the weather is a trademark. Like, okay, so the science is like Pepsi or Coke or um, Nike. And this is when, oh, I got to write this down. This was the joke. Yes. I had a joke in my mind that I didn't write down. And um, Kainton, will you write down uh, Chinese people in the Nike store? Just write down or, or, app, or Apple store. Chinese people in the Apple store. Okay, so not only was I right about it being a trademark. Quick note, on Wednesday you showed the Google lady talking about how they own the science, and you said they probably trademarked the science. You were right. They trademarked it in 2016. Here's when it gets weird. The only employee at the science is a guy named Ira J. Goodsed. Nobody's having fun than us. In fact, and I kept looking into this. So so not only is the science owned, it's owned by uh, uh, Ira. Okay, so back... I, I was doing, um, making fun of Ira and how they changed their last names, where it's like, Ira Good Family. Hello, every, hello, fellow good people. My name is Ira Goodintentionstein. It's a great point. I love it. And Ira is my nigga. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's owned by a guy named Ira J. Good Said. It gets even more interesting. The day, and you can guess this. If you... If, the day Ira Goodset bought it, if you know anything about the history of grab wars, you would know the day. It's Christmas Eve. So Ira Goodset, Ira J. Goodsad, uh bought the science on Christmas Eve because that's when the Gentiles and the Goyim aren't in the office. Ira Goodset owns the science. His middle name is J. Ira J. Goodset. Owns the science. Guys, That's my batting average is fucking insane. It's insane. Hello, fellow the scientist. I own you all. Because they also pushed through the Federal Reserve on Christmas Eve. It's the best time to pull the wool over the goyim. We're getting Chinese food on Christmas Eve and night, and that's when the gravel... They grabble more signs. Yeah, exactly. Great hoods, pisses, bear. Of course, my name is Ira Good Family. My name is Ira, not poison the wellberg. All right. So, the funniest part about trademarking words is the grabblers have run into a serious roadblock with the Chinese because the Chinese don't recognize it. The, the, the smashing together of the Jews and the Chinese is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And I'm, he's an attorney advisor for the U.S. Patent Office, if it's the same guy. Oh, yeah, I looked all into Ira Good said. It's fascinating. You can trust me, Berg. All right. Um, according to LinkedIn. Yeah, I got nothing against the guy. He's got great hutzpah. He's going, he's out there doing his thing. <laughs> No, my point is just how how I call how do I call that? How did I call that? It's wild. All right, so so the grabblers love to own patents on things you're not allowed to patent or trademark. Like uh, Jay Z's handlers, because it wasn't Jay Z, he's a low IQ uh, jungle monkey who sells crack and shoots people. Oh how dare you tell racist? I don't care what you say. Jay-Z is a very ugly, low-IQ man who brags about committing felony crimes. He sold women, he sold crack, and he tries to humiliate quote-unquote black people in America. He sucks. And I can compare him to a monkey. That doesn't mean all black people are monkeys. I don't even believe black people exist the way people view them. I don't think black skin is as much of a unifier as people think. Anyway, so whoever owns Jay-Z or, you know, whoever owns Beyonce. Oh, how dare you? Want to know who owns Beyonce? You're never going to guess. Jab Holdings. Jab Holdings, who owns Krispy Kreme. Like you should have, a light should have went off in your head when you were given a free medical experiment in exchange for a donut owned by Krispy Kreme. So who owns Krispy Kreme? The same people who owns Beyonce and David Beckham. They're called Jab Holdings. J-A-B, look it up. Jab Holdings is owned by an old Nazi family. That's the thing is there's whole Germanic families above the Jews. The Jews are bag men. No offense, Rose. But they get to puff their chests up in pride and get all the credit. But really, there's people that own them. It's fascinating stuff. Anyway, so... What was I just talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jay-Z tried to get the uh, trademark of the color blue. Not Jay-Z, obviously. He's a low IQ uh, jungle monkey. But whatever Grabber owns Jay-Z, and then the Nazis that own the Grabber, um, they wanted to own blue. Like the color. Not kidding. And uh, (laughs) like blue, like the sky color. It didn't go through, but they have managed to get uh, trademarks on fascinating amount of things. Okay, so what, what does that have to do with the Chinese? Well, the Chinese don't follow those rules at all. So right now, there are Apple, Apple stores in Beijing, in China, right now, as we speak, with a big Apple on it, like the Apple logo, and they sell all Apple products. Like what I'm using right now. But none of the money goes to the Apple company. Why? Because they don't acknowledge it. They go, no, our with Apple on it. And the growers go, no, we own the trademark to Apple. And they go, no, we make our own Apple. And they go, but, no, but we own the, go to the pit. I mean, it's. Uh, pet number three three six six nine eleven nine eleven nine eleven nine eleven is the bitten apple, the forbidden fruit, and and if you put it on a store, then you have to give it ten percent. They go, no, we make it, we make it, we make it ourselves. We don't pay you, Mister Jewish man. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's one of the funniest culture, cla- like one of the so two of the biggest culture clashes in hu- clashes in human history, were indigenous. Tribal people and farmers. So the farmer would say, we own this square. And the indigenous people would say, we own where the buffalo goes. And it was a different way of viewing the entire world. And that's what caused a lot of war. So a lot of people want to say, Oh, white man just hate brown man. That's literally retarded. It was because neither one could understand each other's worldview. They're like, no, no, our land is where the buffalo go. And the farmer go, our land is this square. And they're like, kill each other? Kill each other, right? And it's the same with uh, similar to Mexicans taking 2 million L.A. homes, but our deed says our name, our gun says our home. Exactly. It's like that cartoon. It's like, well, you know, I, uh, I, I own this house. It's like, no, you don't. It's like, I'll call the police. There are no policia. <laughs> it's like... The Mexicans know that you only own what you can defend. Some Jews know that. Goldstein knows that. My buddy, Tyler Goldstein's all into guns. He lives in L.A. He gets it. But a lot of uh, Gentiles don't know that. They go, well, I have this deed. And they're like, I will make a joint out of that deed and then make you a sex knave. Hebrew University of Jerusalem owns the trademark on Einstein. Exactly. And so the Chinese don't respect trademarks. And nothing makes me laugh more because the grab or spiral. Imagine this. Giant Apple stores where you go in and you buy Apple products. And they're like, well, where, where'd you get the Apple products? They're like, we make all y'all Apple products with our five-year-old children. So we keep some and we put it in our store. And they're like, but no, we own the intellectual property on it. And they're like, what intellectual property? You own what you make in your factory with your child labor. And the Jews are like, But this is fair at all. It's so funny, dude. So the science, the reason that the Jewish grabbers, whatever you want to call them, this this way of thinking, is uh, the science is owned by a guy named Ira J. Goodsad. And so... When the World Economic Forum and Google and all these people go, we own the science, they're not lying. I can tell when people are lying. Um, that's why a lot, have you noticed? That's why Trump speaks in the third person a lot when he talks about Trump or the president, because those are titles. The queen died. That doesn't mean the bitch died. I mean, I think the bitch died, but um, that, that dirty old bitch vampire that lived in that castle, like she might not be dead, but the queen died. That doesn't make anything to me. Yeah, they're entities. They're principalities of darkness. Ding, 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 ding. The president, th- Trump, the Trump, the Donald, Yee, Kanye. You know, why do these people change their names like that? Because they're they're abandoning an old LLC, an old trademark, and started a new one. Died years ago. Yeah, the bitch man died years ago. That The heartbeat inside that old ghoul is not the queen. The queen is a office. You understand? That's why... It, dude, want to know a movie with the most amount of truth in it in the world? Yeah, the artist formerly known as. Yeah, exactly. Is um, The Princess Bride. It's like, are you Dread Pirate Roberts? No. There was a guy before me. There was the original Dread Pirate Roberts, and then, then they each took the title of Dread Pirate Roberts. His name was Wesley, but... He retired the name Dread Pirate Roberts to pursue his life as uh, someone with the princess. And so then uh, Indigo Montoya became the Dread Pirate Roberts. He's not a man. He's a title. Inconceivable. Right? Isn't it interesting stuff? And yet he gains. All right. Uh, So I just wanted to... uh, Oh, so we're going to talk also, the next thing we're going to talk about right now is the dark side of charity. The dark side of free money. And then we're going to analyze Mr. Beast, who I think is one of the most satanic people on the entire internet. It's going to blow your mind. Today's a gravy day. And because I know 99% of you have never watched him, I won't get the same, you're just jealous. You're just jealous that he gave me candy in advance and not you. Like they do with fucking Joe Rogan, whose audience, according to Mr. Beast, is the fucking oldest people you've ever seen. Hilarious. We are mere circus performers. Then no one will hear you scream. Slow down, I'm getting indigestion with all the gravy. Cod, give me the super chats. Uh, we have to slow down the gravy a little bit. We'll, we'll do two separate. And Cod, make sure you put both of these things in the title. I never heard of them until yesterday. Your kids all have. And the reason this is important is because he's more of an impact on your kids, assuming they're in public school or have their own phone, than any movie star, any TV show, any of that shit is Mr. Beast. Cod says, I think tons of public figures are that. They don't have to die. They just move on, like Avril Lavigne, for example. Is Avril Lavigne dead? Well, yeah. It's like when people are like, oh, Anne Hayes was killed. She might have just moved on. I don't know, or she's dead. I don't know, who cares? I've seen Mr. Beast a bunch before my kids were not allowed. Yeah. Oh, some nice super chats here. Thank you. Owen Benjamin, uh, I got a super chat from Odyssey. Jilly Bear, thank you very much, Jilly Bear. You are making a difference in the world. Fear the future for us has greatly lessened because of you and the example you and your family show us every day. Thank you for inspiring us to greater heights. Onward to Bear Taria. God bless Jilly Bear and Small Town Bear. Thank you very much. Owen, we have... Me and Vox uh, are are up to something really fun for you guys. And we're also working on a, uh, me and some other guys are working on a a new social media for gravy. All right. Nathaniel says, I shared your new measurement of time along with the Rogan and the Peterson with new job coworkers. We couldn't stop laughing at blowjobs per N word. Good sign. I'm in a job and a good job. In my opinion, young dudes at job are churchians. They were offended at all the porno is gay porno. Hilarious NATO bear. Yeah, they're addicted to porn, despite, and they'll claim to be Christian, and they won't even condemn porn. It's not about slipping up. We're in a, porn, a sexualized, pornographic world, and our eyes, just like the colors of snakes, like the, the color of a snake, your eye goes like that. It's the same with a woman's waist-to-hip ratio and, and breasts and skin and certain movements. and You're going to look... But the thing is, you shouldn't and work on that. Don't, it's not one or the other. It's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me staring at someone fucking. There is. But that doesn't mean if you if you fall short of the ideal that we're enemies or that I have to be insane or that you're evil and I'm good. No, that's not it at all. Um. But to not acknowledge that it's bad for you is in my opinion a problem comfortable bear the speed of science magazine says the main ingredient in viagra is a bladder is a full bladder from a night of sleep aka wake up wood Hi, huh, yeah it's true Schutzen bear i have a bonus coming so i made the donation to bertari ozarks yeah it's within four and a half, four and a half hours from me and i'm excited to be part of something bigger than myself good for you brother over the past weeks, I've been having these sinks that happen to nudge one in the right direction, to have eyes to see, and we will to listen, and the will to listen. Thank you. Yep, it's true. Thank you very much. Hoodley Daddle Bear, and thank you for everybody who's uh, contributed to um, the um, Bertaria Ozarks. It's going to be great. And you're going to be able to, if you can't enjoy it personally, you're going to uh, be able to watch the... Incredible amount of content and documentaries and events and stuff that we're going to be able to make. All right. Uh, we already started. Like, yeah, there's already the first episode in, uh, in Keeping Up with the Bertarians. Awesome stream last night. My two cents. 190 plus people in the chat is worth starting a new IG weekly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I use IG for. It's just burner accounts at this point. The after hours gravy is an awesome alternative, and I always learn something. Even in the comments, a bear used the word prescient. What other comments section has you googling new words? No one is having more fun. Much love. Yeah, and I gave some really good um, uh, advice on money. I'm not going to say financial advice because I think someone owns that trademark. But just uh, what freedom really is and why I, I push no debt so so much. I had a good uh, good run on that last night. More wolf bear. Ira J. Goodset. The science. Unreal piano. BB. So cool. Keep crushing. But the Yankees, Dirt Buckets, Bertari. Yeah, and then after I do my Instagram streams, the only place to see them is unauthorized.tv. I feel like it helps get people to unauthorized. We had to rebuild after uh, our payment processor, um, you know, and us had a situation. And so, uh, and I, it also, I do so many of them that I won't be just littering BitChute and Rumble with so many uploads, that uh, having them exclusively at Unauthorized is a win-win, I think. All right, NJS says, In regards to Mr. Beast's philanthropy and the size of his audience, I would like to quote Jesus and Matthew. But when thou uh, doest aims, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand uh, doeth. Nice. Thank you. BB, I will be animating your epic breakdown of the Hollywood money trap scam. Thank you. Food. Yeah, last night I, I broke down and I'm about to talk about it a little bit now, the trap of free money. So before we analyze Mr. Beast, you know, these like two soy boy homos not called the property brothers, there's a million shows like this where they renovate houses. You guys watch them on HGTV and all this and, and everybody's so excited. Well, I happen to have a lot of friends who have worked on those shows. Would you like to know what actually happens with philanthropy? Not philanthropy, but the, this free money, satanic bullshit. You guys want to know? <laughs> they lose their houses. So I, I don't mean to smile like I like it. I'm smiling because it's so fucked up. So Adam, who, uh, Film Grain, uh, Film Grain, who does all my documentary stuff and he worked on Dark Knight and he's a legend. He, uh, he, uh, uh, you know, he, he directed and produced both building Bertari documentaries and he's right now working on the, uh, National Festival documentary. And so, And he's Mexican, ethnically Mestizo or whatever. Mr. B seems like he might be a sodomite. I think he might be a ped. I don't know. He's got that face, but who knows? When you have a second, BB, a plug request on your phone. Yeah, let me grab my phone. It's over there. In the meantime, I'll play you fork face again, and then I'll teach you exactly why nothing in this world can be free.
1: (laughs) I just I've missed out on my kids' whole life and not crying for public sympathy. I mean, I could change my behavior at any point, but then I would only make a fraction of the money of it now. I can't come to terms with what a bad father I am, so I've invented a narrative where I'm not a human dumpster fire, but, but a victim. <laughs> we should cuddle after this. I haven't seen my kid in years. Don't you go home every day though? Yeah, it's just that my god is so fucking Andrew. Being a hedonistic piece of shit, it's too much effort to look over and to see them. How do I do it? I drink at 10 in the morning. I can't tell you it gets any better. I just keep ballooning and ballooning. I call myself a bear, but I'm more like a beluga whale.
2: Duh. (laughs) This episode of the Fat Faggot Podcast is sponsored by the Suck and Blow Dildo Vape Pen Multi-Tool. Enter promo code BADDAD for 10% off. Fill your lungs with toxic chemicals and your belly full of Joe Rogan's dwarf cum. There's no joke here, because I'm not a comedian. Now back to the show.
1: <laughs> I, I just, I've missed out on my kids.
0: <laughs> Bunch of losers. Uh, just real quick, I have to plug uh, plug two things for those watching on IG. Make sure to save libertylinks.io slash Owen Benjamin live for the next burner account, because they will just continuously be deleted, which is fine. Um, if you'd like to super chat while I'm live and I'll read what you say, it's entropystream.live slash app slash own comedy. That's entropystream.live slash app slash Every Benjamin um, comedy. Every tip I split with Coddington, the guy running all this stuff. So, uh, and I'll read whatever you have to say. And uh, yeah, we blew the dandelion a little bit, guys. Every time I get a major banning, it kind of fires Coddington up to do some cool shit. So, we're now live streaming at eight places, I think. <laughs> okay, so anyway, why is nothing free in this world? Because let's say these two uh, soy-faced homosexuals come into your, your house, and they're like, let's do a new, uh, let's do a new bathroom. And they're like, we spent $100,000 on your bathroom. Enjoy it, you fucking sheeple fuck. Okay, you understand. But anyway, so what happens? Why do all these people then lose their house a year two years later? Uh, My buddy, Adam, who worked on one of these like home reno houses where everything's free and everyone's freaking out and oh my God, because they have to pay tax on all of it. And then the house value goes up and they have to pay tax on that. Usually when people do these shows, they're in a bad financial situation. So let's say they put in 200 grand into your house. You have to pay in state of California, $120,000, $115,000 in taxes, you, But you're like, but wait, I didn't, it was free. No, no, nothing in this world is free like that. Same with Mr. Beast giving all this stuff away. It, it It's a money trap and it's crazy. And then let's say you lived in a $300,000 house and now it gets, uh, its new value is 650000 after all these people do their makeover. Now your property tax more than doubles. You can't pay it. You uh, foreclose. the, And then there's a group of people that work Beside these people that wait. Um that wait and then they buy your house for pennies on the dollar, you become homeless. So so uh Adam saw one of these guys like yo I say you know however uh however uh Mexicans talk to each other, they're like, Yo, homie, yo homie, how is your house doing, homie? Remember we were there, and the guy wouldn't even talk to him. He was like, Puto. And Adam was like Yo, man, I worked on the, on the, Adam doesn't really talk like that. Yo, man, they worked on the, on the home for you, homie. How is your house? It looked very beautiful. He's like, we don't have our house anymore, you piece of shit, faggot, cunt. And then that's when the the fags come out and go, oh my God, that's really offensive. And then they're like, you're the reason I don't have a fucking house. And they're like, but nothing's free in this world, Right? So let's take a look at Mr. Beast. And Mr. Beast is huge on YouTube. Huge. Okay. So as you can see here, and I know, oh, why does it even matter? It matters. This guy has more influence on culture than Leonardo DiCaprio, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, All the people that you think are influencing culture aren't. These dudes are. So let's take a quick look at what he's actually doing. Survive 100 days in a circle, win $500,000. 100 person, extreme high and seek. I gave away a, my, to my 100 million subscriber an island. It's all soy face. Look at his fucking gaping soy mouth. It's all about fear and what would you do for money? It's about humiliating the masses. And think about what this does to young people and how they view their own dads. Would you swim with sharks for 100 grand? humiliation. Humiliation. World's most dangerous escape room. Okay, so let's just take a look at this one.
2: Numbers, move oh
0: god, you, but some can stop you in your tracks. Like the tens of thousands. Oh, so of you're about to die of a far- fire? No- you're about to die? I built the world's okay. most dangerous escape room. And if
4: this contestant can finish it in less than one hour, he wins
1: $100,000.
4: Level one is simple. They must escape this room before these spikes impale them. I'm going to head out. Wait, these are actually sharp. Too bad. The walls are closing in.
0: Okay, so you got to be retarded to not see how dark this shit is. And so understand when, when he's just throwing money around. And he's just pushing people and pushing people, and he's just throwing money around. Think about what it does to how kids view their own dads. So, Mr. Beast, the coolest guy in the room. So, someone gets it through all the horror, right? So there, it's just like money doesn't matter. We'll give it to anyone. Like, we'll just burn it, you know? And think about a, a kid whose dad is working for $60,000 a year, who's gone, who's tired, whose back hurts, who works hard. And then they just start viewing their dads as like pussies and, and like, so Squid Game in real life. I got hunted by the military. Um, extreme 500000 hour game of tag. And it, it creates this like stress in people. Uh, and then I clean the world's dirtiest beach. No, there's no fucking way he does anything good. Look at these soy mouths. All every right, so.
4: Every single set from this. Squid Game in real life. And whichever one of these 456 people survives the longest wins 456 grand. <laughs> The first game we're going to play is Red Light, Green Light. And they have 30 minutes to cross the red line on the other side of the huge room. So without further ado, green light. Red light. Oh, oh. And as you can see, every single player has a device strapped to them that when they're eliminated, it pops. Uh, Chris, you want to have a chance at one?
0: It's bum fights. It's one step closer to this complete set. You can carry... A million if you can keep it. Okay, look at his soy mouth. Look at his soy mouth. You got a little child. Would you quit school for $100,000? Open mouth child. Look at this. Anything you can fit in the triangle, I'll pay for. Triangle, symbolism, man on his ass. I got hunted by a real bounty hunter. 108 million views. Offering people 100000 to quit their job. And bear in mind, they have to pay tax on all this. Would you sit in snakes for $10,000? I sold my house for So people actually think he's charitable. I gave people $1 million but only one minute to spend it. And there's a little kid with an open mouth. Um, I put a million Christmas lights on. So it exaggerates the world so that your world looks dull and boring and work seems stupid. I Ubered people and let them keep the car. It's like... So most people can see that that Oprah is satanic, right? He's a modern Bob Barker. It's worse. He's one step away from $100,000 to kill a homeless guy. Um, Would you rather a Lamborghini or this house? It's hyper-materialism and it's about um, about, um, hyper-materialism and humiliation rituals. And so I'll show you how he first did his own humiliation rituals. Look at this. I ate the world's largest slice of pizza. We all know what that's about. My guess is they feed this guy an algo and he just does what the AI says. Yeah, because there's no way. I can understand how people would watch this, but it's really not good entertainment. Like just like every single uh, thumbnail is... um, uh, is uh, is soyface? I gave two hundred thousand to people who lost their jobs for coronavirus. Do you see how it's all humiliation? It's all humiliation. None of this is good. None of nothing that he's doing is helping anyone. In fact, it hurts people a lot. It creates envy. It creates uh, this like animalistic state of like me next, me next, and and the open mouth. And it's always about little kids. I gave my credit card to random people. Little kid, open mouth. It, there's a lot of pedo symbolism in this. Lots. And now I'm going to show it. Look at this last to take your hand off, keeps it. And he does the humiliation rituals too. When we
4: were a motorized bicycle company.
0: Oh say, Jesus.
4: Never be more than that.
0: Shut your fucking mouth. Um, it's about humiliation. And there was a scene in family guy where Peter like won the lottery and just started treating his friends like shit. Oh, here's LeBron James dressed like a a real sharp, a real sharp black man. Meanwhile, he got a billion dollars from people with sweatshops in China. What a fucking disaster. Oh, sell those iPhones, bro. The Chinese won't pay you. Right hand on this cash. Dead
4: serious. Last one of you to take your hand off this million dollar stack of cash keeps it. I don't care if it takes an hour, day, week, month, year. I don't. So he at this. Throw oh, this marshmallow in his mouth.
0: So they just humiliate each other.
4: Since you didn't catch it in your mouth, your punishment is you have to wear a very tiny helmet for an
0: hour. Oh, don't you know, Big Bear, that's so funny. No, that's all humiliation rituals. And so then what they do, it's just like when they molest a kid or something, here's a lollipop. So these guys end up like becoming all fucked up and they're like, one of them's like bawling and they fall. And it's like, here's 20 grand. And everyone's like, oh, you're so generous. It's like, Dude, it's the devil. His name is Mr. Beast. It's so fucking dark. Now watch him, watch what he did to show the beast that he's ready, that he's ready and he's and he's willing to do dark magic shit. All right, watch this. This is fascinating. So he takes uh, 17 hours to say Logan Paul 100,000 times.
4: Is it recording? Recording, yep. All right
0: he's uh at this at this age he is like seventeen, eighteen years old. He's been doing this since he was eleven. Watch this. yeah,
4: I don't screw this up. all right well Logan Paul Logan Paul Logan Paul Logan Paul Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul Logan Paul
0: Logan Paul, Logan Paul Logan Paul, Paul, Logan Paul Logan Paul Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul fast forward eleven hours Logan Paul
4: Logan Paul dogva dogva Okay,
0: he didn't get up for 17 hours, he didn't eat, he didn't drink water. He did this for 17 straight hours. He buried himself for 50 hours. Watch this. This is after 15 hours. Do you see why I'm covering this? You see why I'm covering this? This is the guy programming your kids. What he's doing here is called summoning and it's black magic. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's showing, he's publicly doing black magic to summon Logan Paul. And then five years later, he's on Logan Paul's uh, podcast as a billionaire or whatever. Okay. He was rewarded for this. He was rewarded. And I saw this a little bit with the impractical jokers. And I was always good friends with those guys. And we tour together and I do their podcasts and stuff and they were nice enough, but to watch in a stadium, them show clips of myrrh eating human poop and then everyone laughing and doing their whole thing and all that. I'm like, this is at the time, I didn't really understand it. Now I understand it's uh, it's like a way in with demons. Where you're like, it's one step away from eating a baby or drinking baby blood. Um, when you eat shit, like you eat human shit, like Murr ate a, a piece of poop in front of everybody. And then what I think happens spiritually is you're rewarded with the upside down, which is what this guy is. This guy is now making $5 million a month in YouTube ad revenue. Look at this.
4: Look at look at look
0: at It's disturbing right I know it's disturbing but when you're looking at at the guy that's programming your kids
4: we just hit 100 million subscribers and from the bottom of my heart thank you everyone that subscribed and to celebrate i bought this ginormous private island and i'm giving it to one of you in this video so i brought 100 of my subscribers to compete in four extreme challenges last one standing wins this island the first challenge is simple first 50 people to start a fire and light their torch move on begin
0: okay so it just keeps going until more and more people are desperate they're crying fear factor is very similar so what i think uh, Joe Rogan at this point is kind of like Woody Harrelson in um in Hunger Games like the old drug addict drunk that did it first and real and and nothing you know his life just went horribly wrong. Joe Rogan did fear factor. We got people to eat maggots. He got people to d- to do horrible uh, humiliating things publicly. Holy shit, the taxes you all on an island. Exactly. If if you get I broke it down in the stream yesterday, but I'll do it again. Like I used to uh, date a woman that once made ten million dollars in one movie, and I've known people that made. And that the only reason I bring that up is because I know the real story of how they use money, because I've known a lot of movie stars, and some of them are really smart. Like Vince Vaughn would buy uh, land, he'd buy farmland and shit, but he was very very rare in that. So what happens is. Let's say you get $10 million to do a movie, and you're like, oh my God, 10 million. And the media says 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million. And so everyone starts treating you like you're you're rich. Oh, how dare you, it's rich. I'll break it down for you right now. You're not fucking rich. You got parasites and vultures around you all the time. And so 10% goes to your agent who secured the deal. That's $1 million. Oh, 9 million still a lot. Okay, 10% goes to your manager. That's another million dollars. Now you're down to eight. 500,000 goes to the lawyer, 500,000 to the business manager. You're now down to 7. Now, of that 7, you owe 65% in California in taxes. Okay? 65%. So that's like, let's just say on the low end, you have a few write-offs, but not really 4 million. So now you're up with 3 million. You got to keep up with the Kardashians, right? So you buy a house. The average movie star lives in like a $5 million house. So they'll put down Twenty percent, so that's a million. So out of that ten million, you now are down to two million. But you, but Big Bear, you live in a five hundred thousand dollar house, okay, a five or a five million dollar house, okay. Um, let me figure this out. So a five million dollar house would be about thirty thousand a month in mortgage. So you're down to two million. You're in a five million dollar house. You have thirty thousand a month just in mortgage, not electricity, not food, not your car that you now. Um, own like a Porsche whatever you have so your yearly nut of just expenses is about $500,000 now you're in Los Angeles and the world's gone to shit and so you need $10,000 a month in security because there's so many break-ins now and attempted murders and rapes in the Hollywood Hills that it's $10,000 a month for security you're now up to a million bucks just to function for that year in that house with a leased car, your car is $1,500 a month, $2,000 a month, you have to be seen at Nobu, you pick up the bill, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you're down to like seven hundred grand, And your liabilities are, out of, are, are insane. Your shoes, your clothes, none of that's a write-off. You don't own your own business. Like for me, like a lot of stuff I buy is to put back into my business. So it's like server space and people I hire and blah, blah, blah. It comes off my gross. So that I don't, I pay a good amount of taxes, but not, not crazy. These people, you know, this movie star, and that's, that's, that's not even including their lifestyle. So their $10,000 shoes are a personal expense, not a write-off. So that comes after you pay taxes. So you're just, now you become in debt. You get credit cards. Now people think they wonder, like you're not driving a Toyota Camry and your insurance is nuts. And then you don't work for three years. Let's say you don't work for three years. Right? That's why they're so thirsty and hungry. And they'll all go along with the same fucking scripts. Who doesn't go along with the scripts? It's all financial. It's all the people that understand this. Mel Gibson, Vince Vaughn, you know, all these guys. Myself. Is, and we don't all agree on everything, but at least you can have an opinion. Why? Because you're not in debt. I like take my life, for example, the way taxes work is let's say I make 5,000 a month or something. That's 60,000 a year. Only 20,000 of that is even above the minimum tax bracket. So your first, I don't know, I'm just making up numbers. I know tax people will have a situation with me, but let's say your first 28,000 is not taxed. The poor don't get taxed the same way the rich do. Then the next grouping is like 20% taxed. Forty percent, and then when you're in your top tier, let's just say it's over 150,000, you're taxed the full. In California, it would be 65 percent. In Idaho, it would be like 45 percent. Okay, so how do you get it down? Like, so let's say I make, I gross 200,000, I bring in 200,000, but I hire, I give 50,000 to Coddington Bear. So now you're down to 150. dollars I, I spend 50,000 on my website or something. Now you're down to 100. I, 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 uh, I buy a new computer. I do blah, blah, blah. So let's say I get my, my, my expenses, my expenses that, that authentically and without any monkeying go into my business and into my way of life, I get my net down to 80 grand. Okay. I'm not paying that much. I mean, I'm paying taxes, but it's, uh, it's not too bad at all. Let's say you make 10 million, your taxes are nuts. Um, And so how much do I have to pay a month if, let's say shit, it's the fan. Do I own credit cards? Zero credit card debt, zero mortgage, zero school debt. Oh, might be nice. No, I sacrificed to do that. People in my position, many of them would live in a $10 million estate and have to pay mortgage. Many people that make what I make go into debt because everyone's trying to get to the next level. I don't. I went under. I went under. Interesting, I have a non-Jew account, in fact. Hilarious Chinky Bear. And you have a Jew husband, too, which is, I bet he's very offended. Um, Have more write-offs than what's owed? Yeah, okay, like, for example, uh, uh, have more write-offs. Yeah, yeah, well, write-offs are key, but you don't, it's authentic. So let's say you buy a house for a million dollars and you sell it for 1.5 million. But while you were in that house, you put in a pool, you put in raised bed, gardens, you put in uh, a new driveway, blah, blah, blah. All those expenses will come off the, the profits that you made. So $500,000 with capital gains and income and all, you might get 200,000, but let's say you put 300,000 into the house. So that comes off your profits. So now you're only paying taxes on the 200,000 profits. So you got to live in a better environment, a better place. Well, um, and you don't have to pay as much money in taxes. You understand it's really interesting and people are not taught this intentionally so that they get, um, so they get, you know, manipulated by this fucking soy boy freak. Subscribe for a cookie. I think the dude's a ped. I can't prove that obviously, but, okay, all the, the pictures of the children, the like, Subscribe for a cookie smiley face. I spent 50 hours buried alive. I spent 50 hours in solitary confinement. 195 million views. Oh, you're just jealous. He gave me a cookie and then molested me with trauma. Sick shit, man. And so my my world. So no more. I worked hard for this by, by not... By not indulging, these people are all in giant houses. Like if you look at Mr. Beast's house, I looked it up. It's fifty-five million dollar house. Why? Because they have to keep these people in debt. It's why they never break out and say anything true. Okay. Uh, a victim to own, yeah. pet behavior for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I, you know, like always trying to get kids around them. Um, I mean, I'm not making a claim. I'm just saying that these are red flags to watch out for. His audience is really young. He does like he does trauma and then indulges them. I can give you more than your daddy can give you. Here's a hundred thousand dollars, little kid. Can you can you do something really scary and not tell anyone? It's fucked up. And his name's Mr. Beast. Red Bar did a good breakdown about these internet people buying mansions. Yeah, Red Bar has their number. Red Bar sees through it. Yeah, and so what did he do to earn this? How did he impress the beast? Because a lot of uh, a lot of truthers, a lot of truthers are, are they always do the cop out where they go, "Oh, all, all paid actors, not real. All paid actors, not real." What do you think happens? You think they just you think they just pick these kids and go, "Hey." you're going to say this and I'm going to give you a house. No, they audition to the devil and then they do these humiliation rituals. Look at this. This has uh, Mr. B saying, Logan Paul a hundred thousand times has 21 million views. It's a 17 hour video with absolutely no uh, benefit at all to the listeners. In fact, it is just humiliating himself. All right, that's really, really weird, guys. And it's it's satanic. And look at all of these. uh, So Beast Philanthropy, Mr. Beast Gaming, Beast Reacts, Mr. Beast Shorts. Sub to all channel for a cookie. So dark. And if you go farther and farther back... Last to fall wins a million dollars. Million dollars. What could I do for money? I'll do anything for money. Spending 24 hours straight underwater for a million dollars. Who will do this for a million dollars? It's not even interesting. Counting to 200,000 road to a mill. 23 hour video. Watching dance till you're dead for 10 hours. Look at that, I'm not even gonna click on it because that's like a fucked up image. And so he does these things, I counted to 100,000. 23 hours he did that. I mailed myself in a box and it really worked. Look, so look at the imagery. So you have the outstretched hand of like, no! And then what looks like a little kid, he's like 15 in this fucking video. At that point he's, all right, It's like listening to old voicemail, bleach bottle flip. He's trying to figure this out. He's trying to figure out how to be the beast. And he has little kids. How much money do YouTubers make? He's obsessed with attention and fucking money. All right? 100 layers of saran wrap. 24-hour explosion giveaway. It's all about giving away money. Here, take my money. Take my money. Take my money. It's not his money. He's Mr. Beast. Like, look at this shit. Uh, Here we go. Red Riding Hood loves visiting Grandma's house. Dude, everything's so fucking satanic out there.
4: Start skipping around and skip to the end. Let me say a couple things. First off, the original video is 55 hours long. It took me 55 hours to count from 100,000 to 200,000. And uh, the reason this video isn't 55 hours long is because apparently YouTube doesn't accept videos over 24 hours. I actually finished counting over three weeks ago, and I've tried, you know, rendering it so many different ways. I've tried uploading it so many different times. And my conclusion is YouTube just doesn't like videos over 24 hours, so it is sped up. So some parts you might not be able to tell what I'm saying, but uh, there's nothing I can do. YouTube, i one. I regret being born. I highly doubt I will finish this without killing myself. Like the video for a cookie.
0: It's so dark, guys. Oh, how dare you? Then why are you showing it? Woody will say your name 100,000 times for 100,000. That's hilarious. That's that's black magic. I'm showing it because that guy has influence on your kids and a lot of people don't know. They just go, oh, they're just harmless videos. I ate $100,000 golden ice cream. Okay, this is a way to humiliate your dad. Your dad will work all year for less than $100,000. In
4: this video, we are going to be eating $100,000 golden ice cream. I'm blown away, this is so good. $5,000 mac and cheese. This mac and cheese is magnificent. $30,000 banana foster. Ooh, that's incredible. And so much more, starting off with $100 ice cream and working our way up. This is $100 ice cream. Mm, it's really good. This cheese is $500. That's pretty good.
0: Oh gosh. Dude, they all have pedo face, by the way. And so it's a way to it's like a humiliation thing for everyone. It's like, okay, we just ate a bowl of ice cream that's more than your dad makes all day long. And people are like, You suck, dad. Mr. Beat to give you Mr. Beat, he'll let me ride in a van if I just humiliate myself for 40 hours. And this also has methamphetamines written all over it. You can call it an Adderall all you want. But A dude staying awake for 40 straight hours, counting to 200,000 is amphetamine. That's drugs. And you can say it's legal all you want, but that isn't. I once drove for 40 hours. And by the end, I'll never do that again. Uh, By the end, I was seeing shadow people either side of my, I mean, I take breaks, but without a full night's sleep, I drove for 40 hours. Don't do that. By the end, there was like little shadow people shooting out of my, this side of my eyes. He's going, Logan Paul, 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 Logan for dude for days without sleep, without food, without water. And so to promote that to kids, to promote burying yourself alive. Like staying up for 40 hours and doing chanting and incantations is so bad. And this YouTube is the same company that doesn't allow me to talk to people about how to improve their lives or make fun of stuff. Oh, oh, the Jew, you're so mad to do. Okay, for those of you just joining, the Jew thing is over. I mean, anyone who can't see it at this point is nuts.
3: Us and Kanye have just as much of a right to a political opinion as anybody else in this country, and they have the right to wear whatever slogan they please on their clothing. Stop trying to control minorities. They have freedom of thought, just like the rest of us.
4: A few moments later.
3: Listen, I'm making a video about Kanye tomorrow, I'm going to pop off because the anti-Semitism is not okay and I will not stand for it. Stop defending these people who would never defend you. These people don't have love in their hearts, they only run on hate, and I don't want leaders or representatives who just... Just preach hate non-stop
0: yeah everyone gets it everyone gets it's fucking retarded I only have one piece of mail today by the way this is good uh, how is he how is it he hasn't had a psychotic break I, I think he lives in the demon realm he's mr. beast and I know that my opinion on him has changed a bit in just one day, but I've been on a, uh, a, uh, a deep dive. I think he's completely funded from the outside. I think he, um, I don't think his business model is connected to the free market at all. What is this? Nice little piece of silver. Sweet. is it Space Force? Trump. That's hilarious. Look at old Mr. Grump. Um, This letter, I'm, uh, I'm missing a piece. Hang on, I might be able to put it back together. Yes, I definitely can. And don't just say I'm a hater. I know people say, they either say I'm a hater or why would you show something so bad? I'll explain, I'm not a hater. I'm breaking down, I'm not envious at all of his view count or what he had to do to get that view count. I think he's given up a lot to, to do that. And, it, and is to be able to just throw around money and be the big shot and be the big man is, uh, is not a satisfying life. And I think he is in a really satanic world and he can't do anything. For, he, all he is, is trying to do what the beast wants him to do. He's Mr. Beast. And so why show it? Because a lot of people have their kids watching this shit and they don't know what they're watching. So I'm going to show you so that you know, so you don't go, oh yeah, my kid's just watching Mr. Beast. It's a, humi- it's a constant, stressful humiliation ritual that that is like one of the main things is to take away the idea of working hard for money. Uh, and it's all about the love of money. It's all about like, Seeing a guy, Ellen Degenerate does the same type of shit. Protecting our bear cubs with a deep dive. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I don't recommend making it taboo to your kids if they're already watching it because that'll fetishize it. I, I don't want to give parenting advice, but just know what it is. If you want, talk to your kids about it. Talk to your kids about um, how he appears kind of crazy and that his values don't line up with your values. You know, it's like, just say, just saying like you can't watch it or you can't have that in your life. Once they already have it, it won't work. It'll make them actually, um, rebel more probably. This is the next generation of men? Yeah, it's crazy. My uncle, 16 year old watches it hardcore for years. Yeah. Stresses me out even knowing about it, even with you buffering, be appreciate. Yeah. And also like all generations had that. So also try not to be a hypocrite when you talk to your kids fear is the same shit so is who wants to be a millionaire and the um, the price is right and all this shit when when all those people won the price is right they had to pay taxes on everything they won and most of them went bankrupt you know like the the property brothers and home makeover and all the shit that we watched a lot of people myself included weren't aware of how evil it was it was very evil It's trying to create this illusion that stuff is all that matters, that money is what people should freak out about and be obsessed with. And you don't see the dark side of it, how it ruins their lives. And so, you know, don't be the hypocritical boomer that won't admit what we watched. You know, like like, uh, Joe Rogan was Mr. Beast 1.0. That's why I think they have a hatred for each other. And they do have a hatred for each other, I can tell. I can spot it a mile away. Joe Rogan it, like, gives Mr. Beast props and all this in these videos, but I can see it in his eyes. He hates it. Because Mr. Beast has taken over where he was, which is humiliation, shame, humiliation, shame, and then like drawing people in. with. For Joe Rogan, it was his truth or stuff. Like, oh, he'll say stuff no one else will say. With Mr. Beast, it's, oh, he'll give away all this money. BB, what if he said Jesus Christ 100,000 times or Jesus Lord? No, chanting is incantation. It's spirits. It's, it's summoning the demon realm, like chanting for 20 straight hours is not good. I don't care what you're saying. It's, there is no light magic in my opinion, do what you want, dude. But you know, Rogan wanted to be Mr. Beast. Yeah. Mr. Beast is richer than Rogan. He has more assets now than Joe Rogan. He's 23 years old. I bet that drives Joe Rogan fucking crazy. Do you think Jesus would want you to say his name for 20 straight hours over and over again? Or do you think he'd he'd say that you were acting insane? All right. Gravy Bear here. I know you like when people send you silver or physical propaganda. So I thought I'd uh, get something that combines the two. So here's a one-ounce silver coin featuring a picture of the gayest vaccine salesman of all time. If people remember, Trump was tweeting this image out right before January 6th. A lot of people, me included actually thought he had his own private branch of the military called Space Force. And he was going to ride a tank into the Capitol and take out Nancy Pelosi and save democracy. He edged the Patriots so much that they even made limited edition silver trunk coins. Uh, But turns out it was all just a hilarious prank. Yeah, if people don't see what Trump is, like he was trying to get people to think without, without liability, without saying that he was going to do it. He was convincing people that he was going to cross the Rubicon and save the country. And he, and a lot of those people are still in uh, solitary confinement. If you fell for something that fucking stupid. Borbear said, I worked with a guy that won both showcase showdowns and had to sell two cars to pay the tax on a bunch of stuff he didn't want. I was on a... Uh, the first year I moved to Los Angeles when I was 22, I was on a sitcom called Shop to... Or a, a game show with my best friend since kindergarten called uh, Shop Till You Drop. And we won a bunch of shit. And it was the dumbest, stupidest shit that we just threw away. And we had to pay tax on it. And it almost like ruined us financially. I was driving a 1991 Plymouth Acclaim with an orange fender. Uh, I had almost no money. I was a busboy. And we wanted to like get some free shit and go on a game show. And we had to pay like $2,000 in taxes. Um, and it was a fucking nightmare. They've been doing it for years. They go, come on down. Look at what you've won. And all it is is just a way to break people financially and get the, the dumb goyim like sheeple to watch. And to fantasize about having more stuff. And then the women look down at their husbands. The children look down at their fathers. Why can't you be more like Mr. Beast? Meanwhile, Mr. Beast is probably a pedophile. I mean, he doesn't look like he has attraction to women. You know, he's always aiming at children. He had a horrible childhood. You can tell, like, what parent would let their 14-year-old count to 100000 for 25 straight hours and upload it to the fucking internet? You know, it's like i you get you jealous that he gets the lollipop from Satan. Dude, bad, 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 bad stuff. All right. I thought I'd write a fun letter about answering the best pro moon landing argument and reminisce on how the 90s and early 2000s weren't as great as we remember. Exactly. Don't, don't fuck with, don't like, uh, you know, ban Mr. Beast from your kids' lives and not understand what we are. Because it won't work. Like the 90s and 2000s weren't great. We didn't live in this golden age where everyone had grit and now everyone's stupid and retarded. A lot of people are stupid and retarded now, a lot of the kids, because they were raised on this internet. They were ignored by their parents. They weren't. The parents weren't in their lives. They were, as Bert Kreischer showed, they were out uh, making money and drinking. A lot of people. And they weren't given faith. They weren't given... Prayer, They weren't given any of the skills that help kids. And so now they're being raised by the beast. And so uh, a lot of them just need help. A lot of young people just want someone to help them. They're like, then show me. And then people just go, no, you're all so stupid. You can't even name the vice president. Look, watch Fleckus talks. You can't even add three times three or you can't multiply 10 times 10. And they're like, yeah, teach me then. And everyone's like, no, I gotta I'm got watching pornography and fucking teach. teach. Show me, dad. Show me how to split wood. Back in my day, we split it on wood. Now this fucking guy watches watches fucking Mr. Beast all day and can't split wood. Well, no one showed me. You sat me in front of a fucking TV all day and gave me a YouTube account when I was nine and never taught me a goddamn thing. And now you're going to hold it over me because I don't have life skills Fuck you, right? And your kid is going to be right for saying that. So if you really want to help your kid and be in their life, don't just say, you're so stupid. When I was young, we were way better. Yeah, because you were taught better. Did you fail? You know, did you take the time and teach your kids shit? Or were they raised by Mr. Beast? And if so, work with them. You know, work with them. Don't just say, you're so stupid, Your generation sucks. A failed young generation is the fault of the generation that raised them. Not the other way around. When people say, oh, it just happens that the next generation fucking sucks. No, it's because you failed. If the kids are dumb and entitled and fucking boring and unskilled and whiny and have no attention span or are addicted to drugs, it's because you failed as a fucking parent. You know? All right. The one question that was always stumped me has been, if it was fake, why wouldn't the Russians just tell everyone? Right. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the obvious thing they would do, given they were in a Cold War and would love any opportunity to humiliate America. However, if they did, America would respond by humiliating Russia with the truth they don't want their public to know. And it would end up being a massive truth spiraling war. Yeah, it's the the economy of blackmail. This answer could also be applied to most other psyops, especially the nuking of Hiroshima. I'm sure if Japan said, we we never got nuked, America would retaliate by revealing a secret Japan didn't want the world knowing. And Japan would retaliate by revealing a list of high-ranking pedophiles or something along those lines. Yeah, the bean bean spilling would get uh, catastrophic. As you can see here, Uh, Ice Age Farmer says, massive piles of beans as barge traffic shut down. Can't move harvest. It would be a shame if someone spilled those beans, wouldn't it, Ice Age Farmer? It'd be a shame if someone spilled all those beans. All right. bean spill fallout. Yeah, it would actually, the real fallout is bean spillage. It really is true because that's, if you notice, that's what they do. Like when I spilled the beans on Gavin McGinnis, they attempted to spill my beans. Well, turns out I don't have any beans. So they said, Owen oh, Benjamin is grifting his audience into buying campgrounds. It's a scam, right? Mutually assured destruction, right? That's why if you're going to go with the devil, you better have a clean record or you own it. You know, people could say, oh, back in the day, Owen was pro abortion before he thought about it or had kids and never had one. Sure, I was because I thought it was about rape and incest and controlling women and all that shit. Yeah, I admit it, I was wrong, I move on, no one cares. Beans are about what you won't admit, what you won't come clean on, what you're using to manipulate people. So when I keep hammering Joe Rogan for being like a gay dwarf and stuff like that, well, they try to do it to me. Well, turns out that the attacks they do against me are absurd, that I went crazy from a pop brownie, that I'm secretly the gay one, and that I'm using my audience as a cult to buy a uh, campground in Missouri. Well, good fucking luck, guys. That's retarded. Their beans are real. They have secrets. And so if you want to out someone else's beans, you best not have any beans. Unfortunately for Russia, they got a fuckload of beans. So do Japan. So do, so does all, so do all these uh, ruling classes. Because people have found over the years that a very effective way to rule is by deception. Owen is getting it just for himself. Then two seconds later, he didn't even show up with the Bears having fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. They're like, oh, Owen just wants all the attention and he's a cult leader. He didn't even show up to the National Festival. He did it so they'd have fun and he didn't make any money on it. Understand how fucking stupid that is. So like you try to spill beans on me, you're doing magic beans. You're doing fake beans, imaginary beans. You're going to come at the king. You best not miss. Yeah, yeah. And all the secrets that I've had aren't even secrets because I talk about them on my live stream. You know, they try to do all this stuff, but they're like, oh, well, you did that. But I'm like, yeah, the only reason you know is because I told everyone on my live stream. I don't have secrets. I have, I'm private in certain ways. Like, I don't just tell everybody everything about the people in my life or what I'm doing. I'm not just like, you know, like I'm a... I have privacy, but I don't have secrets in the sense of like, if somebody found this out, they wouldn't listen to me anymore. There's not a single thing in my life that's like that. And because of that, I get to throw haymakers at all these fucking cowards. What are they going to say? What are they going to do? All right. Anyway, you also debunked this argument recently when I heard you say there might be groups that operate outside of national boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, that's like saying, uh, why doesn't one Best Buy attack the other Best Buy and then they'll be the only Best Buy? Because both Best Buys are owned by the same guy! <laughs> you know, even like, okay, why does why don't the the Patriots try and take out the Buffalo Bills? Because the guy who owns the stadium wants both of them to, you know, you understand what I'm saying? It's not... One group owns both like you have owners of teams and they can have rivalries, but the NFL is owns both of them. So there's controlling groups that are above countries. They're called central banks. And so they wouldn't let one asset destroy another asset unless the conflict is uh, mutually beneficial. Another thing I realized is completely ridiculous is when they taught us USA and Russia had 60,000-plus nukes in the Cold War. Even if nukes were real, no country would ever need more than 50. It's just to further the illusion that IRA can blow up all existence with one touch of a button if he wants. It's also fake and gay. Yeah, it's totally fake. Totally fake. You also mentioned recently a few stories about how the 80s and 90s weren't as great as we remembered. I did some reflection after that stream and remembered how gross certain things were back then. I remember parents drinking bourbon and coke while smoking in the car with children on board. Yeah, without car seats. It was normal for guys in their late 20s to date high school girls. We listened to bands like Korn with their song like Adidas, All Day I Dream About Sex, and Dead Bodies Everywhere. And they were showed us Michael Moore's Bowling for Columbine documentary in class. One story that really emphasized how disgusting the boomers were at parenting is the story about my best friend's dad's porno collection. Yeah, the boomers were the failed generation, not the millennials, not the zoomers. The boomers didn't raise their kids. Gen X is actually doing a better job raising their kids than boomers. The average Gen X father spends more than double as much time with their children as baby boomers. Fact so don't think everything's just going to shit it's not the boomers were the worst parents in the history of America I mean by far no question and so Gen X that was raised by these fucking numbskulls learned from it and actually spends more time with their children on average more than double. Because they've made... Like, for example, I've made a lot of changes in my life to remedy what my dad did wrong. And a lot of people are doing that. I'm not the only uh, group. The boomers were the first generation to have a TV. Yeah, I can forgive... I've forgiven the boomers. Like, I don't... A lot of them are really good people. I understand why they were so manipulated. It's like giving uh, Indians bourbon for the first time. They didn't have a natural resistance to TV and porn. It fucking blew their mind. Moon landings and fucking... Corn and all that. Like they they didn't have a resistance to it. We now are starting to get resistance. All right, Jonah Bear says, just here to get my daily boost. May God have mercy on the queers that don't follow a strict booster schedule. Indeed. Dead Pap says, the science and trust the science both had patent requests. However, both have failure to respond notices on the applications. Is this part of the grabble grabble? Um yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure someone else told me that someone, a pharmaceutical company has bought in this, bought the science. After the Ira J. Goodsaid said bit, I stopped pursuing because I don't actually care. I know that that's how it works, though, that there are phrases that are owned so that when someone says we own the science, wink, wink, they do own the phrase the science. I, I mean, who owns it now? If it's Ira J. Goodsaid, said, I mean, it, apparently his... Renewal request was delayed and I just started not caring. I'm like, that's just so funny that I got the joke and people will understand how people will say absurd things and you can tell they're not lying because they're operating in a fucking retarded world where you can patent words. You know, I get it though. I get why they argue that because you put a lot of money and time into a brand and trademark you know, and just have some asshole Chinese guy come along and set up an Apple shop. I get, they do have an argument for that. But to patent the science is super grabby and manipulative. All right. Boomer morality was the most devastating weapon to ever be against America. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not just going to say they were born bad either. Because that's not valid. It's they had no resistance to Tavistock. They had no resistance to the new invention of... Uh, TV. I would bet that boomers were more manipulated by propaganda than than Zoomers. Even with Mr. Beast and all this awful shit. um, I think that boomers thought it was real more than kids do now. Like, I don't think that YouTube videos affect kids as badly as those fucking slack-jawed stupid baby boomers watching Debbie Does Dallas and The Moon Landing. I think it really did, like, Fuck them up. All right. BB, it's like the dust time nine. BB, it's like the first time I went to college. Um, since I literally never drank a sip of alcohol, I went overboard with binge drinking just like a boomer. Yeah. That's why I raise my kids with movies. It's sparse. Not a lot. I don't show them like the, the trauma movies and stuff like that. But just like Pilgrim's Progress or... Uh, what's another movie? Like... uh uh, the never Ending story or Princess Bride or Field of Dreams, because if they have no contact with, t- I would love a world without TV screens, but they're here. so uh, I, I will I will try to inoculate them with some engagement with it, but not much. Mostly their lives are are uh, you know tangible, material. they can they can touch it with their hands. And, uh, and so they'll grow with a, almost like a homeopathic inoculation to TV screens. Because I thought about this a lot. No screens? No. Because then when they see a screen, they'll fucking freak out. And they're everywhere. We live in a world where there's a lot of fucking screens. Um, and so I try to pick, uh, movies with hope in it, movies with, uh, dreaming, movies with a a fairly good meaning. I can spot gravels in everything. It's part of my my job. But um I think that to raise them without any contact to screens is uh setting them up like I used to know Mormons in college. Like Mormons that never were around alcohol, no sip of alcohol, and the Mormon girls were like the biggest freaks. They'd have some alcohol and go fucking nuts. And I was never like that. I was raised with a lot of alcohol. I started drinking when I was in 8th grade. And uh And I, you know, I, I wasn't, I would have times when I drank too much. It was too much part of my culture. I'm not going to raise my kids like that at all, but I wasn't ever, I never like drove a car into a house or like, you know, did anything, got naked and ran around a party just screaming like, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Like that, I was more of like that, um, the blue collar drinker that just sits at the bar and is like drinking. (laughs) Uh, all right. We could only see the Wizard of Oz once a year. I fell asleep, so I wouldn't see the flying monkeys. Yeah, we fast forward trauma scenes. So it's like, there's like two scenes in Princess Bride that we fast forward. Like one is when Wesley is attached to the machine and screaming. Another is when there's an old woman going, Boo! Liar! Repugnant! Like we just fast forward shit. It's not a big deal. Just do that. Like, if let's say there's every movie, like uh, Never Ending Story. We fast forward the beginning where they talk about the mom being dead. My kids watch the Never Ending Story having no idea that the main character's mom is dead. Because that's unnecessary trauma. We also fast forward... Um, is there another part that we go past? Now, the main grabble, the main... Uh, Trauma, never-ending stories, just that his mom's dead. Yeah, the screaming lady in Princess Bride and Wesley being tortured on a machine. Um, And another one where the prince manhandles the princess. When it's like, I wouldn't use those words if I were you! We fast-forward that, too, because I don't want to put like images of men um, hurting women in it. Uh, The rats, rats are fine. They like that shit. They like monsters. Like, you know, especially when they're kind of like, obviously puppets and not that scary. Do your kids ask why you're fast forwarding? No, they want me to fast forward it. They don't like, I've taught them what, what scares them in movies we we shouldn't watch. And so they'll be like, I don't like this scene, that scene, that scene, it scares me. And I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to watch that. And I have them face their fears in life. You know, whether it's like climbing on something high or being outside in the dark or stuff like that. Like, I teach them to be brave. But when it comes to screens, no. Whatever scares you, we're not going to watch. Alright, anyway. Uh, My best friend's dad was a boomer's boomer. When he got married, instead of burning his porno collection and praying for forgiveness, he decided to hold onto his collection and wait until his firstborn son was 16 so he could inherit his magazine, so he could too squirt to the same girls that his old man squirted to in the 70s. It was my friend's older brother who inherited the collection. I remember one day he snuck into his room and found the collection it still haunts me. Seeing all these skinny guys with afros and demonic cocaine eyes boning fatherless women was a jarring first introduction to seeing what sex was like. I'm not sure if listeners will find this story funny or whether it's too dark. It's funny and dark, it's both. But I don't think it was as uncommon thing for parents to do back then. Yeah, it was disgusting. There's a lot of things that are better now than before. I'm just showing you what, what the biggest people on YouTube are doing for the beast. But don't think I'm saying life's worse now. Dude, people were fucking perverted, junky freaks back then. There's more accountability now in certain ways because of the internet. As much as cancel culture sucks in a lot of ways and censorship and all that... Back then, guys could beat their wives, give them a black eye. And no one said shit. They didn't lose their job. They didn't. Nothing happened. They're, 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 fucking, they're There was the joke in my uh, in my town where if you what, what do you what do you call a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. You already told the bitch twice, right? That's fucked up. You know, you just because the Me Too movement's fake and feminism's shit and stupid. It doesn't mean that that beating a woman's face in is good. In fact, those guys should have been in prison. And they and they use humor to normalize it. Imagine giving your wife two black eyes and pretend and not having any social consequences for that. Fucked up, man. And don't don't reminisce on a time when that's when that's Oh, back in the day when America was great, America, like my, my mom used to get beaten with a, with a switch. I always thought it was a funny joke. Yeah, it's a pretty funny joke. It's, it's a funny, it's a funny, um, const, I'm not offended by the joke. Like, I'm not like, Oh, how dare you? It's just fucked up to think that like, if you see a woman with two black eyes, the bitch has been told, because it wasn't about her behavior. It wasn't about being a man enforcing your authority. It was about violence because the gamma dad hated his life and the woman wouldn't fight back. I noticed that from a very young age that men who beat their wives like that uh, don't fight men. It was never like the toughest guy that beat his wife. It was always the the gamma. It was always like the weird dark guy that wanted to, to feel strong and tough. So he beat his kids and wife. Those guys, the tough guys wouldn't do that. I mean, don't get me wrong, you could discipline a woman or something or a child or you know, be stern. That's fine. Like I think men should be more stern with their wives. Like they should be more uh dominant. I do. I think that the 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 binary of of violent abuse and cucking is retarded. It's like there is a, there is a middle ground where you don't tolerate certain behavior from your wife. You're you have uh you know you have protocols and whatnot, but not like hurting people, like not like beating and hurting and and fucking. It's, it's just it's obviously very dark, and I'm glad we're not still in that in that era. Uh, tank tops were always called wife beater shirts. Uh, yeah, and the guys would be hammered. They'd be like drunk losers. That would be mad at work because they're gammas. And and real alphas made them feel bad. It's just like the people online now. Like, oh, oh, and Benjamin is secretly gay. You know, those people back in the day would have that relationship with an alpha at work. And they'd be like, I secretly am better than you. And so they come home, they get hammered, and they beat up their wife. And their wife couldn't do anything about it. Like, I'm not clutching my pearls like I'm offended by the two black eye joke. It's a well-constructed joke, but it's not, culturally, it's really bad. Cucking and tyrant is the same weakness. It is longbow bear. Well well done. Well said. Because cucking is, I'm not going to say it's as bad as beating. It could be, man. I mean, if you look and see what cucking does, where you let your wife walk all over you and make all the decisions of your life. And, oh, you know, even dad can use the computer. You know, like, shit like that. Like, oh, dad, you're such a fucking loser. You know, that might actually be worse than beating. They're still, they're both bad, but same gammas just beat their meat now, says Borber. Yeah, cucking's really bad. Like, Like, the cucked male is a failure to his children and his wife. It's arguably worse. I know that sounds bad, but it ruined a nation and generate. Yeah, you could make an argument that being a spineless... Perverted cuck is worse than being a wife beater uh, because of the results of it. but why the wife beating stuff was really bad though don't um don't reminisce fondly on a time when gamma's just fucked up their wife's faces. It's really and they passed on their pornos to their kids and but the fact that you and the bears are focused on breaking the cycles of degeneracy is very uplifting. We will just build and crush. And use these stories as lessons on what not to do as parents. I hope you enjoyed this letter. I did. It was a wonderful letter. A nice balance is what's needed. I agree. Yeah. I hope that wife has enjoyable skills if she leaves him. Um, I hope that wife has employable skills if she leaves him. Um, I don't know who you're talking about, but yeah. I think cucking is, is worse than beating, even though they're both really bad. I don't know. They're both so bad. It's like when the child sees that a man is an emotionally unhinged, not in control of his own actions. See, that's the thing: is if you're ever going to discipline, use corporal punishment, you can't be emotional. That's the fucking key, guys. You can't be like, "Get the fuck over here," you know. You, you, that's because that's feminine behavior. It has to be delivered um, without without wanting to like cause harm and uh, as a deterrent and not emotional or else it's passing on like a monster to people. You don't have to hurt to gain control. Right. Exactly. Anyway, I also like the stream you did with Alex Stein. He really reminds me of you before you started seeing through the gatekeepers like Crowder and Prager. Well, yeah, if I was a little more feminine, (laughs) I hope he sees it soon and rejects their tickets, gets married, has kids, and learns to garden. P.S. BB, if you get the chance, can you please play Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age? If you slowed it down a little, you'd really crush that song. Coddington, please write it down. I gotta start learning more songs. Um, dispassionate delivery followed by an increase in love. Yeah, well, the key is just... Uh, or... or I don't know, though. I don't think it's good to, like, associate discipline with love. Like, if they're anticipating... I don't know. There's a whole... I, you know, I don't... Fortunately, don't need to. I've had to spank a couple times, but not much. And mine is just counting to three. And then removing... um, Removing... um, uh, What's it called? Uh, Privileges. Counting to three works so well. NASA figured it out. You just... You just count to three, you're like one, and they're like, they just start doing it. Counting to three is like the greatest thing ever. And some people are like, "Oh, you're so mean if you ever spanked, it's like, well, what if somebody's putting a, trying to put a marble in a baby's mouth and you really and they don't understand English that well? You can't debate with them. Yeah, obviously, if you keep the marbles away from it. all right, everyone understands it, right? But like there are things where you are being a bad parent if you don't instill a sense of fear or, you know, in a, in a kid or like walking into a street or something. You know, there there is uh, there is a, you're failing as a parent if you don't really instill like don't ever do that. Uh, just be nice as a demonic spell. Yeah, 100 percent. Like you're failing as a dad if you don't have discipline. You're failing as a dad if you don't have punishment and reward. If you feel you have to spank a lot, then you're doing it wrong. And it's not working because it should, it should be a last resort. Like, Oh no, don't get to that point. The whole thing is you set up a spectrum of punishment. And if they know that there's something they really don't want, you can, you can always just start with early punishments and don't be emotional. Sometimes they don't listen at all, but then you start counting and they snap into it. Yeah, just count. Just count like NASA does. P.S. Oh, I already read that. Keep crushing sincerely sincerely, Gravy Bear. And that was it for me today as far as the letters. Um, thank you for the piece of silver. For all the nuclear bomb pattern. Yeah, this has been a great stream. Good stream. Spanking is never good. I disagree. I think some people, some kids you never have to spank, but I think that The idea that spanking is the worst thing in the world is fucking retarded, in my opinion. Like the whole, uh, uh, Stefan Molyneux, like, did you spank? Did you spank? You know, no, that, that ruins the child. We cannot possibly see anarcho-capitalism working unless five generations have stopped spanking. No. And I'm not into it. I'm not like, corporal punishment should be rare. Yeah, yeah. You have to follow through on the counting, or it doesn't mean anything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, just be kind is usually said by pedophiles and psychopaths, like Ellen Degenerate, who who was always known as the Be Kind Lady. If you analyze her career, it's super. It's super. Um, I believe corporal punishment in the Bible was was only used as teenage as teenagers on teenagers. I don't think it was ever used on children. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I've never, like, for me, it's not about spanking. Like, there's been times when I've done, like, a pinch. Where you just do, like, a little pinch or something. And they're like, and you're like, don't. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There wasn't teenagers in the Bible. Teenagers are adults in the Bible. So I don't, I don't go along with that at all. Um, by the time you were 9 or 10, you're already looking for a fucking wife in the Bible, so... Uh the idea of a teenager was brought in in the twentieth century by a bunch of Jews. God, no spanking on UA was that means depends on the creator. I don't know what that means, kind In Stefan hasn't had a boy, right? I, maybe spanking girls is different. I wonder what I would have been like as a as a dad of a girl. Uh, spanking cannot be an anger. I have no problems with spanking. I have problem only use it a handful of times. Uh, it has to mean something. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's, it's your decision on how to raise your kids, but just, uh, discipline's important. And also don't be a hypocrite. kids don't do what you say. They do what you do. And so if you tell them to do something, but you yourself don't do it, they will have a very hard time following that order. Uh, all boys, no spanking for me, says q tarted bear. No, oh, maybe maybe Trump will do all the spanking for you once he takes to Washington. Um, people wear that as a badge of honor. They're like, I've never spanked. Thank you. I'm like, why do you act like that's that means you're better than people? It's the same with veganism. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to judge you for never disciplining your kids. But if that works, great. But don't act like you're better than people that do. Because most people I know that are really good people had... Um, had discipline in in their upbringing. And a lot of people that suck were ignored and no one cared enough about them to fucking try and right their horrible behavior. My mom is mestizo. I got slapped, hit with a wooden spoon and slipper. I deserved it though, says Bull Rush Bear. Yeah, non-white families, all of them hit. All of them. Which is probably one of the reasons they have low IQs. Because I will say this. If you're raised in a house with a lot of violence and a lot of punishment, usually you end up dumb because cortisol in the brain, really young, like if you're terrified of your dad all the time and you are actually getting beaten, usually you end up very low IQ. And that's the problem we have in America with a lot of our blacks and Mexicans because of the beatings. But a lot of whites have a problem with zero discipline at all, so they end up. Gay, soy-faced pedophiles. Physical pain of being smacked is nothing like the pain of being a poorly raised kid. Yeah, but there's beatings. I like, this is the funniest part is is as we're talking about this, what we're picturing is different. A lot of you guys are picturing what I picture, which is this. Just like, right? Okay, when I say beating, that's not what I mean. That what what I just described, is a corporal punishment spank. You just go okay? And just the fact that it happened is intimidating to kids. Um, It's much less pain and physical contact than, uh, than playing in the grass, you know? It's not, beating is like right? You know, and that's different. And that, I think, does make people stupid and uh it's really bad for kids and women, obviously. Once the kids know you'll spank them, they just learn not to overstep that line. Exactly. My dad spanked my brothers with a belt using a girl. He didn't use a belt. Stop when I was in fifth grade. I got spanked two times, brothers more. God, I once cursed like a sailor at four and got slapped in the mouth. Literally full-on bar like that Christmas movie. Yeah, one time I got popped in the mouth too. Black Lady Bear said, yes, my father was the one that spanked us with a belt. Yeah. Blacks and Mexicans in America beat. I don't know a single black family with a dad in the home that didn't beat their kids. And it wasn't always like like just crazy beatings, but beatings. Like beatings like like you're not walking properly after. And white people typically don't do that unless they're drunk. Um, But... Because Africans in Africa do the same shit. My buddy, uh, who is a Mormon missionary in Sierra Leone, said every kid is violently beaten in public, and that's and the one and the ones that aren't are noticeably more intelligent. Primitive cultures respect violence, yeah, and they're also very dumb. So, so the beatings, you know, and then you end up. Uh, my buddy also said in Sierra Leone, you rarely see someone cry or show any emotion over death, like. There's a lot of dead bodies in Sierra Leone. People just die all the time in Sierra Leone. And people don't mourn. They don't cry. They don't even get sad. They're like, yes, this man is dead. His his head has been taken off. And everyone's like, how are you not freaked out? They're like, it's been beaten out of us. (laughs) The only time I saw something iffy was my brother got spanked when he had a bad sunburn. Oh. It's It's a happy medium between the Caucasian, you know... Almost violent cucking. My dad didn't really beat us, but he yelled at us a lot. Says, Louisiana black bear. Yeah, that's why you're in our group. That's why you have, it appears we have a higher IQ than, than a lot of your quote-unquote brothers. Or, sorry, brothers. My Italian dad had a look. I knew when to stop. He never hit me, though. My Canadian mom, in the other hand, wooden spoon broken on my ass multiple times. Ha-ha. Nice. Stanley dads rule with the back of the hand. Yeah, but a lot of blacks beat constantly. It's like daily. And they usually use a fucking stick or a belt. You know, white people think they're beaten. They're not beaten. You don't know beatings. Until you understand Africans. My brother kept hiding my plastic jump rope because my father used to beat him when they picked on me. Okay, you got hit by a fucking jump rope? Dude, Africans will beat you with a cane. So will Singaporeans. We need mosquito nets there to save them from getting AIDS. Norm, that's hilarious. That NBA nig recently beat his child in an airport, put him in the hospital, posted bail, no big deal. Yeah, in the black world, that isn't a big deal. They'd be like, yeah, you give him a whooping. What did he do? Look at you funny. And they wonder why they're all retarded. They're like retarded. A lot of blacks in America are functionally retarded. They're like, so you telling me that if I get my record contract, like they're like literally borderline retarded. But if the blacks aren't beaten as much, you know, I'm not talking about discipline, guys. I'm talking about beatings like what blacks do. They kill their kids. Dude, who is that running back that beat his kid to death recently? Dude, it's like like I I call bullshit on Mike Tyson's kid's death. I think he probably beat it to death. Oh, his kid g- neck got caught in the cord around his uh, treadmill. Really? You know, I I think dude, a lot of blacks they fucking. Who was it? The uh, Adrian? Who was the running back? Adrian Peterson's son was beaten to death by his. Ex-wife's new boyfriend. They do it all the time. And so what? So it's one reason why that community, quote-unquote, not that it's a community, but they have horrible problems with violence and low IQ. Their IQs are so retarded. And that's why the blacks here, like, uh, you know, look at Louisiana Black Bear. His dad didn't beat him, and he understands the Federal Reserve. It's not, you know, I'm not saying blacks aren't dumber than whites. I'm just fucking around. Uh, Tyreek, uh, my husband's African refugee, kindergarten, fifth grader, speaks so calmly of war atrocities. We gave lots of toys at Christmas. Yeah, they don't feel the same about violence. They're just so comfortable with it. Uh, Boer Bear, were you beaten heavily? Hang on, let's take a look at Boer Bear here. No, his black dad left, I'm guessing, right? My grandma would make you get, hang on. My grandma would make you get your own stick from outside and you didn't want to pick a tiny one or she'd get a trunk. Yeah, that's what my mom dealt with too. Is you'd pick your stick. Because whites used to act more like blacks. You'd pick your stick and you and you didn't want to go too small or else they'd get a bigger stick. And and whites these days are like, I'm a, I'm a parent that never disciplines. They do not know the word no. Sky's the limit with little Timmy. And... You know, little, uh, little, uh, you know, Franklin. I don't know what they name their kids now. Uh, Skyler. Skyler knows no limits. We never tell him no. Whatever he wants, we provide. And that's what's going to make him a great person. Now, you're going to have Mr. Beast. Uh, my white parents spanked me. We were disciplined due to bad behavior, not beaten. That's why Black Lady Bear has an IQ. Guys, there's 100%... Uh, correlation. Like, Black Lady Bear was disciplined for bad behavior not beaten. Most blacks beat. It's like, where am I, snack? neck? it's like, Daddy, I don't have any restaurant. Get get me my cane, motherfucker! And then, and then all the whites are like, oh, you don't want to be prejudiced. Dude, that fucking NBA nigger. Oh, how dare you call him a nigger? He beat his child at an airport and sent him to the hospital. Okay, that's that's really bad. That's not being a good dad, that's not discipline, that's violence, that's, that's uh, abuse. And all the whites are just like, well, I mean, that's what, the, that's what they do, right? I mean, we're, don't be racist. It's crazy. One African boy didn't know about birthdays. Aaron had the class sing for him. Now he sings for everyone's birthday. I always see him when I hear that voice. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I did get one more thing. I'm out of here. This is from Amazon. Someone sent me this. Oh, that's really helpful, whoever sent me that. I can use that when I do piano streams. I also got beat with slippers. They didn't hurt much, but you had to act like it hurt so you didn't get the spoon. Smart, Habib. Smart. Arabs are hit or miss. Arabs are either beaten into, like, retardation or they're just, like, smart like that. Like, you know, you pretend the slippers hurt. I was never beaten. I did get cracked in the face once when I called my mom an asshole. But other than that, there was, uh, there was no violence in my house. There's no violence in my house right now. I know trolls will listen to this and be like, oh, my God, Owen beats everyone. I literally don't. I'm, like, such a... I'm I'm a disciplinarian and I don't allow bad behavior, but 99.9% of our punishments in our house are uh, counting to three. It's, or just like, say you're sorry, or you don't get the toy, or you have to wait, you have to go outside, you know, it's, I never have any instincts to like actually hurt people that aren't grown men which is very I'm very fortunate to have because that would suck. I think about that sometimes like how much would it suck to be a guy that wants to fuck up a kid. You know, I'm so glad I never had to ba- I've to battle a lot of things in my life, but I'm really really glad I don't have to battle anything that sucks like that, you know? Cuz there are people that have to battle that. They're like, "Oh, you little shit." I've never once in my life looked at any of my sons and and felt anger at like like I'm going to fucking hurt, you know, and, um, and I'm thankful for that. Cause that some people are just raised in an environment where they're always going to, uh, where they're always going to feel that. Cause that's how they were raised. Like I'm super confrontational to, to a bad degree. Like someone talks, someone acts off to me in public. I have no problem be, being like, what? You know, and, and I know that that's, that's not always great. Speaking of violence, one of my older brothers was pushed around by his women, once divorced, died married, until he killed himself this past July 4th. I witnessed nearly all of it firsthand. I'm 38, he was 42, not seeking sympathy, just saying. No, dude, cucking kills. Cucking kills, man. And there's a lot of violence against men from women in marriages. A lot. It's not talked about because you're so gay if you let a woman beat you up, obviously. Uh, but that happens. Men just take it. They let women hurt them, and then they slowly want to kill themselves. Anyway, that's going to do it for me today. Kindt final super chats. I think I've gotten everything. The science is, was it owned at least for several years by a man named Ira J. Go- Good said. Uh, Forkface was funny. Mr. Beast is fucking disturbing. Um, yeah, we should do shirts with that saying: Cucking kills. Good idea, Cod. Final Super Chats, Kindton. That's why I appreciate you saying that, man. Cucking kills. is true. Cucking kills. Because then people accept, they accept the worldview that they deserve to be beaten. And dude, sometimes then they harm themselves. And a lot of times women do that when they're abused, but so do men. Tip to the piano man and Cod, the Crushers from Boonies Bear. Thank you, Boonies. Friendly Bear says, Pang gay away, got hit with a porn ad and did a triple take. All porn is gay porn, all in black. All in on black, God. Thank you, Friendly Bear. Yeah, and if your eyes are drawn to porn, don't feel like I'm calling you bad or anything. Everyone's eyes are drawn to skin and shit like that. When but And when you stop watching hardcore porn, you'll see it everywhere in society. It's like crazy how much they use sexual positions and skin and pornographic situations to sell basic products to kids. So um, that's just what you're going to face. And it doesn't mean you're, you're bad because you have to fight it. And it just is what it is. All right, Apelia Media says, I'm inquiring media related skills like video editing. Uh, I want to edit the smutty subversive part parts out of my favorite movies, but was wondering if families would be interested in a service doing something similar for their kids' movies. Probably illegal, but a victimless crime nonetheless. Well, I'm not going to comment on something illegal, but one of the best ways to get movies with all the bad stuff cut out is just get them from uh, Arab countries. Get the Saudi Arabian version of it. Get the um, Iranian version of it, because those, uh, those guys won't allow anyone to look at homos or stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh, I'm not commenting on an illegal activity, but that sounds like uh, an interesting idea. All right, guys, I will probably do a stream tomorrow if I get any mail. Um, BeFruit, uh, unauthorized.tv, PO Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. I see asset sexual innuendo constantly after quitting porn three years ago. Yeah, and then people will say, you're the pervert. They'll go, you see porn everywhere. I'm like, yeah, you would too if you weren't watching porn the fucking rocket shaped like a big flaming dick and everything's like, dude, it's crazy. And the irony about this clown world is when you are not exposing yourself to porn, you'll see how they're using sports. Elon Musk's Tesla models spell sexy. Model S, Model 3, Model X, Model Y. His space company is called Space Sex. The word sex is in the fucking company name. You think that's by accident? Because it's not. It's how they mind control people with a constant flood of uh, lust. All right, guys. Be fruitful, multiply. Oh, and uh, uh, donate to BertariaCampgrounds.com if you want to uh, actually contribute to something that isn't fake charity, that isn't fake, you know, this bullshit, you know? It's something tangible that we're building as a community that isn't an irony. Bill Clinton has a Charity in Little Rock, Arkansas, where it's a hospital for women surviving rape. I'm not fucking joking. Jimmy Savile had a children's hospital. He was raping and killing children. Usually, charity is completely inverted, and they do it because they're trying to follow the satanic laws of, inver- of uh, you know, that's what, dude, be very suspicious of these people doing charities. They're fake. And it's a way to hide what they're actually doing. So whatever someone's charity is, they're typically doing the opposite. Cancer charity is typically done by people whose products cause cancer. AIDS charity is done by people who are trying to genocidally kill off Africa using vaccines. It's not, I mean, it's crazy, dude. But if you want to support something that is not that, um, BertariaCampgrounds.com. All right, guys, be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and blow guy.